I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, Standing taller to face the darkest and the hardest of time. We'll be taking care of all the children thereof. But if it's required, we'll be on the front line. You can call me by my name. I am ready to roll. Once the rules remain the same, how the story's been told. Oh 
Joy, joyful 
exaltation Joyous, joyful exaltation Joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is the comedic tree of life. The comedic tree of life. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Starting off with Colossians 2.7, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Psalms 52.8 But I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. Matthew 24.32 Now learn a parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender, and put it forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. Proverbs 3.13-3.23 to Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious 
than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire and are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. The Lord, by wisdom, hath founded the earth. By understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. My son, let not them depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto thy soul and grace to thy neck. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely and thy foot not stumble. Proverbs thirteen twelve. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. But when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Revelation 2.7 He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Revelation And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb, in the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river was there the tree of life which bare twelve manner of fruits and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. And thou shalt be no more curse, but the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. And they shall see his face and his name shall be in their foreheads. And there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun. For the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign forever 
and ever. And Revelation 22.14 Blessed are they that do his commandments, that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, the comedic tree of life, blessings and grace. Jesus, your name is power. 
Oh! 
Blessings and grace. And welcome to tonight's theme, the Comedic Tree of Life. I'd like to dedicate tonight's podcast to three men that have gone on to glory. My father, Minister Hamza al-Hafiz. My brother, Habib al-Zayed. And my brother, Ronald Frederick Dudley II. Those three men planted seeds of knowledge within me, and I am forever grateful. The Paut Neturu is literally translated as the bread of the gods from ancient Egyptian language. It is claimed by Ra Unnefer Amen in his book, Metu Neter, Volume 1, that the Paut Netero is the progenitor of the Hebraic tree of life, also known as the Kabbalah. Amen relates in his second volume of the Metu Neter that there were many versions of the Paut Netero, with the one closest to the structure of the Kabbalistic tree of life being the most secret and the most powerful. Amen also claims that the origins of the Judaic tree of life are in the Hebraic culture of ancient times. He says that these two cultures, Jews and Hebrews, are distinct from one another. Now, there are many sacred trees of world mythology. In Norse mythology, you have Yggdrasil. In Hungarian mythology, the sky tree. Siberian mythology, shamanic tree. Mesoamerican mythology, the world tree. And Christian mythology, the tree of knowledge. And Celtic Druid lore, the great oak. And Baltic mythology, the dawn tree. And Jewish mysticism, Kabbalah tree. Tengri mythology, tree of life. Buddhist mythology, the Bodhi tree. In Vedic mythology, the tree called Kalpa Varishka. In Egypt, it's the tree of Ayoset. And according to a blog that I read from time to time called For Those With Eyes to See.blogspot.com, it states Today's social engineers mercilessly exploit the fact that most of us are unaware of our true nature where we are, why we are here, and what our purpose is, and how all of this fits into a meaningful, cohesive cosmology, which can be studied through a cosmology and be confirmed by practical experience. We have not been taught and do not realize that there are netter forces of nature within us, that these work in a coordinated way, and that they control the illusion of life from inside, and that these are intelligent spiritual forces. In short, they are the levels that are used to control us. In the book, Secret Art of the Land of Chem, Chem is an ancient name for the land of Egypt, and alchemy is one of the two oldest sciences known to the world.
the other is astrology. According to an old rabbi legend, an angel gave Adam the mysteries and secrets of the Kabbalah and of alchemy, promising that when the human race understand these inspired arts, the curse of the forbidden fruit would be removed and man will again enter into the Garden of Eden. The earthly body of alchemy symbols is chemistry. The Phoenicians and Babylonians were familiar with alchemy. It was the most prized of the secrets of the Atlantean priestcraft. It was practiced in China, Greece, and Rome, and it was the master science of Egypt. Alchemy is based upon the natural phenomenon of growth. According to alchemists, through the self-development, the consciousness of man can be transformed from base animal desires represented by the metals into pure, golden, and enlightened consciousness. Ignorance can, through proper endeavor and training, be transmuted into wisdom. Metals can be transformed into gold. It is stated in the Metuneter Volume 1 that the Paut Neteru represent the emanations that are the shaping factors of all physical structures and events. They underlie direct and integrate all physical realities from the subless subelectronic forces to the complex galaxies to the organ systems making up the physical body of man. From the most primitive instinct of a slime mold to the most divine manifestation of the spirit of man. They are what the Kometians called the Neteru. Yorubas called them Orishas, and Westerners have translated as deities, archangels, and angels. It is very important to understand that contrary to popular opinion, cosmology does not attempt to explain how physical things on the atomic and molecular levels come into being. It concentrates on the coming into being of the metaphysical factors that will function as the vehicles through which the physical things will come into existence, as well as the means of regulating their structural and functional components, hence external behavior. In other words, a cosmology deals with the generation from gonus of a system. Properly understood, the terms system and cosmos are synonymous. An assemblage or a combination of things or parts working in unity as a whole, cooperating to carry out the same function to achieve the same goal. It was said that the emanations one to nine are parts of a system through which subjective being, represented by zero, the absence of things, but not of being, creates and administrates physical reality. 10. These nine, the Paut Neteru, compose the organ systems, making up the spiritual bodies of all physical things. They link them with their source of being and subsistence.
and direct their functions. African religion, better comprehended as a way of life, is based on the understanding of the functioning of these nine metaphysical vessels of creation and administration as they are shaping and governing functions. Their activities carry the force of law. For example, you wouldn't attempt to feed on hay because the functions that govern your digestive mechanism can't digest it. It is in this manner that the attributes of the naturu represent the laws governing our lives on earth. Observance of these laws allows them to fully bring forth their powers through our being. According to our chronological age, state of health, and level of spiritual development, the manifestation of these powers will range from our basis urges to the commonly evolved mental abilities, to the psychical abilities held by a few, to the attainment of divine perfection, man-godhood on earth. The Natiru are archetypal guides and principles from the Egyptian pantheon. With ancient wisdom and abiding love, they lead us on our shamanic journey of transformation, a journey designed to awaken the healing power of our hearts. You can find many wonderful interpretations of these both scholarly and anecdotal. Our work approaches the Natiru from a more personal point of view. It is concerned with the deep, richer inner experience of the Natiru based on our own spiritual communion. First of all, there is only one God, the Most High, the Supreme Being, Lord of all. The Kemetans called him Nebuchadnezzar. Under Nebuchadnezzar, the Most High, is Osar. The Lord of the Dead is the guardian spirit of peace, wisdom, purity, knowledge, and fertility, associated with the resurrected Yeshua. Oset, the mother of the revolution, is the guardian spirit of positive change and motherhood associated with the Virgin Mary. Heru, the heir of Osar, is the guardian spirit of victory, success, and triumph associated with Samson and King David. Tehudi, the lord of change, is the guardian spirit of divination associated with King Solomon. Nebet, the lady of the house, is the guardian spirit of love, beauty, pleasure, money, and peace, associated with Mary Magdalene. Sogar, lord of the cemetery, is the guardian spirit of resurrection, renewal, and illness, associated with Lazarus. Inpu, the messenger, traveler between the living and dead, is the guardian spirit of guidance, the master of the crossroad, associated with Moses. Ma'at, the gatekeeper of life, 
death is the guardian spirit of balance, righteousness, and sanity associated with Joshua. Ra Hor Kahuti, the Lord of the double horizon, is the guardian spirit of justice associated with the disciple Peter. The comedic devil, so to speak, is called Set. Set is the spirit of war, chaos, destruction, confusion, imbalance. You name it, he has his hand in it, which is why he later became Set-an and Satan in the Christian tradition. These are the laws of influences. Law of Amen. You were made in the likeness of a peace that nothing can disturb. Reclaim your peace that you may attain to your reason for coming into existence, the enjoyment of life. The law of Asur. Your nature is unconquerable peace. Therefore, nothing or no one in the world can be against you. All experiences come to you to promote your reclamation of peace, that you may in turn acquire wisdom and spiritual power. The law of Tahuti, when all of your thoughts, feelings, and actions reflect the word of God, then the power of the Most High Spirit and a peace that nothing can challenge will flow through your being. The law of Seker, when the emotions of man manifest in response to the word of the Most High, they have the power to influence the curse of any and all events in the world. The law of Ma'at, the Most High needs you in order to come into the world. Fulfilling the Most High's needs is the highest act of love. And only through your love for the Most High can you fulfill your love for others. Become the love of God in the world for the protection of the world. The law of Herakahuti. Know that the Most High neither punishes nor rewards nor protects, that you will have the comfort of controlling these for yourself. Law of Heru, you have the power, but not the right to ignore the Most High's law. Choose to follow the law of God with the love and joy that grows out of your understanding and the wisdom and power of the Most High Spirit will flow through your being. The law of Sebek. It is not what you think or what you affirm. It is who is thinking and who is affirming. Are you a human or a divine being? The law of Oset. Prepare to sacrifice everything to become the vessel of the Most High on earth and you will in turn Receive everything. This is devotion to serving God. Law of Geb. Know that from heaven you came, and to heaven 
you will return. Seek not enduring works on earth. You are the master of the earth through your likeness with the Most High. Now the roots of this tree, the Peret Neter, starts off in our physical body, which generates our five senses experience and the emotions. And our spirit, which is the energy that animates us, taken in through breath, also called our soul, Geb, that's sphere 10. The next sphere is our set, our perceived ego, lower or false self, our belief about what we are, our name, our family, likes and dislikes, capabilities and shortcomings, the entire set of attributes that in our view make up what we believe to be ourself, the focal point of our personality. And then sphere eight, Sebek, represents our intellect, the lower left brain, mainly verbal thinking, which is the divisionary analytical thinking. And sphere 10, the het heru, our imagination, lower right brain, mainly visual thinking, which is the holistic, syncretic thinking. And sphere six, our power of will, the only truly free element within human nature. Heru Karuti, the fifth sphere, represents our inner enforcer of laws to reestablish equilibrium. The fourth sphere, Maat, represents truth, infinite joy, our intuitive source of laws, sense of relationship between things, the interdependence. And Sakur, the third sphere, is the source of spiritual power, helps us to actualize the divine will. And Tahuti, the second sphere, the divine we, source of learning from within, omniscience, known without thought, the perfect solution to all problems. And the first sphere, Asur, the first manifestation of our true self, the ability to control life's events. And the most high, our source of power, which has infinite potential. Now, whether one has firsthand knowledge of spiritual phenomena or not, a spiritual perspective should always be taken into consideration in order to have a full overview. Science without spirit is half blind and equally spirituality without science is ignorant. If you are awake and want to change behavior around you, the only way you can do this is through leading by example. You literally have to show people what to do. They need to have your image in mind when a certain situation comes up. Our physical nature is totally amendable, amenable, amendable to reprogramming since we have the laws and faculties to do so. 
Why not dedicate the use of our will to program desirable ends in our lives? Peace, happiness, health, and prosperity rooted in our being and sprouting forth through the branches of our lives. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis, blessings and grace. Within man are two distinct intelligences at work. One which is hidden within our unconscious is in charge of directing and coordinating the physiological and psychological functions that are the support of our lives. To accomplish that, the physiological part of our being has to be on par with the Supreme Being. In fact, it is the manifestation of the Supreme Being within us. To the uninitiated, the requirements of acquiring spiritual power seem to be in conflict with the love for the things in the world. Spiritual power cannot be granted to those who have not transcended the illusion that pleasure and pain are properties of things. Not only must the initiate understand that pleasure is found only in our condition, she or he must redirect the quest for pleasure away from the things in the world and toward the fulfillment of the purpose for which we were made by God. This cannot be overstated as the vast majority of people on this spiritual path seek more pleasure in the things of this world, career, family, games, sex, than they do in the realization of the divine attributes in whose likeness they must reshape their being. The conflict, however, is only superficial. If I place my pleasure only in the acquisition of things in this world, I will be driven to achieve it. And if I succeed, that is all I have. If instead I place my pleasure in the realization of the remaking of my being into the divine attributes which constitute the essence of my being and succeed, then I have the power to acquire all that is necessary and lawful to have in this world. This is what was meant by the more poetic statement. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven, and all these things shall be added unto you. Bluntly stated, spiritual power belongs to God, dwelling within our beings. And if we want it, we must love God more than we love ourselves and the things of this world. Adopted from Ra Unnefer Amen's Tree of Life Meditation System.
discovered the astrological connection to the math you teaching, the fecundity of the husbandry and the holy books you reading, that serpent you interpret as deceiving, or the spirit of a lie represents the information you're receiving, scientifically speaking, environmental stimuli, therefore we fight for so much more than to be you more, y'all got us fucked up, this omnicidal, ecocidal, genocidal, psychosis of vulturous thinking, consumptuous cultureless beings, has us closest to global extinction than ever yet, Menard worryman never fret, we stand up, we fight, we have a right to this tree of life.
phrase in his own language. There is no language that God does not understand. You get me? We hereby declare ourselves to be of another order of being. The astral nation of the United Worlds of Outer Space, Sunrise. That Socratic imperative of examining yourself requires courage. William Butler Yeats used to say, it takes more courage to examine the dark corners of your own soul than it does for a soldier to fight on the battlefield. Courage to think critically. You can't talk about it. Courage is the enabling virtue for any philosopher, for any human being, I think, in the end. Courage to think, courage to love, courage to hope. talking about poetry, for the most part, Plato was talking primarily about uh, uh, words, words, whereas I talk about notes, I talk about tone, I talk about temper, uh, uh, I talk about rhythms. See, for me, music is fundamental, 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 fundamental. You have to be flexible and fluid. You have to fight on the outside, bring pressure to bear. Then you have to fight with some progressive insiders who haven't sold their souls and been so thoroughly co-opted by position and, and, and wealth and, and power that they no longer want to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth.
Blessings and grace. And I'm back with the go and gnosis, your news infused with consciousness, starting off on NBC4i.com. Racist, violent social media post by police officers triggers investigations. Police departments in at least five states are investigating and in some cases condemning their officers' social media feeds after the weekend publication of a database that appears to catalog thousands of bigoted or violent posts by active duty and former cops. The posts were uncovered by a team of researchers who spent two years looking at the personal Facebook accounts of police officers from Arizona to Florida. They found officers bashing immigrants and Muslims, promoting racist stereotypes, identifying with right-wing militia groups, and especially glorifying police brutality. All the posts were public. It's a good day for a chokehold, wrote an officer in Phoenix. A sergeant in Philadelphia commented that a young suspect should be taken out back and put down like the rabid animal he is. Another sergeant posted a meme that said, death to Islam. In St. Louis, a police official shared a meme asserting that if the Confederate flag is racist, then so is Black History Month. Obviously, some of the posts are very disturbing, said Emily Baker White, a lawyer who launched the Plainview Project in 2017. The work, she said, revealed a troubling online subculture that threatens to undermine public confidence in law enforcement. It gets in the way of officers' ability to protect everybody out there, she said. My biggest fear is that there are people who are seeing these posts online, who are interacting with these officers, who think the police might not be there for me because I pray differently than they do, or I look differently, or I have a different immigration status. Police departments often have social media policies that limit what officers may say online, and most of the departments included in the Plainview database said this week they are launching investigations into their officers' Facebook feeds. The database includes a 2014 Facebook post purportedly by Galen Detweiler, a York officer who worked for Baltimore police at the time. It stated, bucket list, punch a guy so hard he poops himself, the post said. The comment had a check mark next to it. Three years later, Detweiler was caught on video repeatedly punching a female suspect in the face during a struggle outside a York bar. The woman's attorney, Leticia Chavez-Fried, said Wednesday she plans to use this 2014 post as an exhibit in a federal lawsuit alleging he used excessive force. You just see how embedded this culture of punishing instead of policing a lack of compassion for people who may not look like you, and frankly, a love of violence, she said. York police declined to make Dotweiler available for comment. Baker White, a former federal public defender in Philadelphia, got the idea for Plain View after she was assigned to a police brutality case and found an inflammatory social media post by one of the officers involved. That made me ask the question, how prevalent is this stuff? How much of this stuff is out there, she said. Funded by private donation, Baker White and her team 
poured through the Facebook accounts of more than 2,800 current officers and nearly 700 former officers, they wound up flagging posts by 556 of the current officers, about one in five of those studied, and 299 former officers. The database includes more than 5,000 posts as well as comments on the post. The results were jointly published on Saturday by Injustice Watch, a not-for-profit journalism organization that provided administrative support as Plainview's project fiscal sponsor and by BuzzFeed News. The Lake County, Florida Sheriff's Office said Wednesday it's reviewing posts by 16 deputies. Though department policies bar employees from posting material that is unethical, slanderous, derogatory, or that tends to compromise the integrity of the member. Spokesman John Harrell said employees are given a great deal more latitude if they don't identify themselves as members of the law enforcement agency. And in Denison, Texas, city manager Judson Rex said that the city 80 miles north of Dallas does not condone racism or hate of any kind on or off the job and will discipline officers if needed. The Dallas Police Department did not respond to written questions Wednesday. Now remember, in the 2006 bulletin, the FBI detailed the threat of white nationalists and skinheads infiltrating our nation's various police departments in order to disrupt investigations against fellow members and recruit other white supremacists. The bulletin was released during a period of scandal for many law enforcement agencies throughout the country including a neo-Nazi gang formed by members of the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department who harassed black and Latino communities. Similar investigations revealed officers and entire agencies with hate group ties in Illinois, Ohio, and Texas. And this is via PBS.org, dated 2016. I just wanted to remind ones of when I reported on this a couple of years ago. Moving forward to WISTV.com. Boy, age 10, held at gunpoint by Utah police officer. Mother believes incident racially motivated. Woods Cross, Utah is where this happened. An independent review will be conducted in the case of a Utah police officer who held a 10-year-old boy at gunpoint after police say the officer did nothing wrong. The police say that the officer did nothing wrong holding a gun to the head of a 10-year-old boy. Woods Cross Police Chief Chad Sophie made a public apology Monday to 10-year-old DJ Hurubs and his mother after an incident in which the boy was held at gunpoint in order to lay and ordered to lay to the ground by an officer responding to the report of a violent crime. First, we'd like to sincerely apologize to DJ and his mother, Sophie said. We are truly sorry. Sophie says no disciplinary action will be taken against the officer because he did not violate procedures during the incident. However, he has agreed to have an independent review done. He agreed. He did not violate any of our procedures or policies and we are not looking at termination of this officer, who was a seasoned veteran, Sophie said. The chief says 
officers were looking for an armed and dangerous suspect accused of shooting in Centerville, Utah last Thursday. The suspects were described as black males. One of the officers saw DJ, a black 10-year-old, who was playing on the front lawn of a nearby house. DJ's mother says the boy is developmentally disabled and visually impaired. Our officer draws his gun and gives commands for the young man to get on the ground, thinking this is one of the suspects we are looking for, Sophie said. A 10-year-old boy is one of the suspects. Sophie says once the officer got closer, he realized DJ was not one of the suspects and holstered his weapon. He says the encounter lasted less than a minute. DJ's mother, Jerry Hubes, who is white, believes the incident was racially motivated and involved clear prejudice against her son. Witnesses say the officer held the gun to the 10-year-old's head. Sophie acknowledged the gun could have been pointed at DJ as he got on the ground. When he went down to the ground, the low ready position is forward at about a 45 degree angle. So as he went to the ground, yes, it could have been pointed at him. But it is not our training to point our guns at anyone's head, he said. The officer did not activate his body camera during the encounter with DJ. Blessings and grace to that young man and his mother. Moving forward to CNN.com, two former state senators found dead in Arkansas and Oklahoma within days. Lawmakers in Arkansas and Oklahoma are mourning the loss of two former state senators who were found dead in their homes within a span of two days. In Arkansas, this week's fatal shooting of former Republican state senator Linda Collins-Smith is being investigated as a homicide, authorities said. In Oklahoma, former state senator Jonathan Nichols was found dead from a gunshot in his home in Norman, about 20 miles from Oklahoma City, according to police. Authorities have not provided additional details on the apparently unrelated deaths. Investigations are underway in both states. And on CBSNews.com, Another American tourist dies during Dominican Republic vacation. Six American tourists have mysteriously died in recent months at resorts in the Dominican Republic. The FBI is helping local authorities investigate these deaths. Robert Wallace traveled the world with his wife and friends, say he worked hard and played even harder, but his niece said he fell ill almost immediately after drinking a scotch from the minibar at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino and was dead just three days later in April. David Haverson of Maryland died at the same resort last year. He and his wife had taken their 12-year-old son to the Dominican Republic to celebrate their wedding anniversary. The Hard Rock Hotel and Casino said it's confident that all operational protocols were followed. Miranda Schwab-Werner and Yvette Monique Sport died at the Bahia Principe Resort. Their death certificates list the cause of death for both as heart attacks. But Felicia Neves, Sport's sister, questions that. We were promised within three months that we would receive a toxicology report. To this day, which is almost a year now, we've got nothing, Neves said. <laughs> 
Edward Holmes and Cynthia Day were celebrating their engagement before both died in their room at the Bahia Principe Sister Resort. The FBI is assisting Dominican authorities on the ground with all six deaths. The resort said they are cooperating with authorities. Right now, there are no medical connections linking the deaths. The resort said they are feeling the economic impact from the negative publicity. Nearly 7 million tourists visit the Dominican Republic, and most are from the United States. Moving forward to TheGuardian.com, leaked documents reveal Russian effort to exert influence in Africa. Russia is seeking to bolster its presence in at least 13 countries across Africa by building relations with existing rulers, striking military deals, and grooming a new generation of leaders and undercover agents, leaked documents reveal. The mission to increase Russian influence on the continent is being led by Yevgeny Prisgozin, a businessman based in St. Petersburg, who is a close ally of the Russian president, Vladimir Putin. One aim is to strong arm the United States and the former colonial powers, the United Kingdom and France, out of the region. Another is to see off pro-Western uprisings, the document says. In 2018, the United States Special Counsel Robert Mueller indicted Pritzgozin, who's known as Putin's chief, because of his Kremlin catering contracts, according to Mueller, his troll factory ran an extensive social media campaign in 2016 to help elect Donald Trump. The Wagner Group, a private military contractor linked to Pritzkozhin, has supplied merchandise to fight in Ukraine and Syria. Russia has a military presence and peacekeeping mission in Central African Republic. Central African Republic is described as strategically important and a buffer zone between the Muslim North and Christian South. It allows Moscow to expand across the continent and Russian companies to strike lucrative mineral deals, the documents say. On May 24th, the Kremlin announced it was dispatching a team of army specialists to the neighboring Democratic Republic of the Congo. According to Dmitry Peskov, Putin's press spokesman, they will service Russian-made military equipment. So far, Moscow has signed military cooperation deals with about 20 African states. Five days later, the Kremlin said it would host the first-ever Russia-African summit in October in the Black Sea resort of Sochi. Putin and Egypt's president, Abdel Fattah al-Sisi, will chair the event. About 50 African leaders are due to attend. The aim is to foster political, economic, and cultural cooperation. The leaked documents were obtained by the Dossier Center, an investigative unit based in London. The center is funded by Mikhail Kodor Kavisky, the Russian businessman and exiled Kremlin critic. Protskidhin has been approached for comment. He has previously denied any links to the troll factory and has said of Wagner that it does not exist. Putin has previously said that entities linked to Proskohin did not constitute the Russian state. A map from December 2018 
seen by the Guardian shows the level of cooperation between the company and African governments, country by country. Symbols indicate military, political, and economic ties, police training, media and humanitarian projects, and rivalry with France. The closest relations are with the Central African Republic, Sudan, and Madagascar. Other documents cite Uganda, Equatorial Guinea, and Mali as countries where we plan to work. Libya and Ethiopia are flagged as nations where cooperation is possible. The Kremlin has recently stepped up its ground operation in Libya. Last November, the Libyan commander, Khalifa Haftar, traveled to Moscow and met the defense minister, Sergei Shogu. Prohinskin was spotted at the talks. Egypt is described as traditionally supportive. One working paper is titled African World. It calls for a developing African self-identity. It recommends collecting a database of Africans living in the United States and Europe, which might be used to groom future leaders and agents of influence. The eventual goal is a loyal chain of representatives across African territory, the March 2018 paper says. More immediate practical measures include setting up Russian-controlled non-governmental organizations in African states and organizing local meetings. It's unclear how many Pritzkohan initiatives have actually gone forward. There is evidence that media projects mentioned in the document are now up and running, albeit with marginal impact. They include a website, Africa Daily Voice, with its headquarters in Morocco, and a French-language news service, Afrique Panorama, based in Madagascar's capital, Antananarivo. Russian operatives also offer thoughts on global politics. One policy paper titled Russian Influence in Africa says Moscow needs to find reliable partners among African states and should establish military bases. Moving forward to the mira.co.uk, chimpanzee meat being eaten at weddings and sold on market stalls in Britain. Illegal chimpanzee meat is being served at weddings and sold on market stalls in the United Kingdom, it has been claimed. In the past month, a ton of the animal's flesh, known as bush meat, was confiscated at customs as it came into the United Kingdom from West Africa. Leading primate scientist Dr. Ben Garrod said, the meat can cause serious diseases as chimps are genetically similar to humans and it's often packaged in unsanitary environments. Western chimpanzees are on the critically endangered species list due to the threats to their environment and because their meat is considered a delicacy. It's rife and it's in all major cities across Europe and the United States. The University of East Anguilla professor told the Sunday Telegraph, We have seen bushmeat confiscated in the United Kingdom and checkpoints at borders and in markets. It's often brought to the country for specific celebrations like a wedding or a christening. World-renowned chimpanzee expert Dr. Jane Goodall urged the government to take action and to introduce DNA testing at the border. She suggested that Interpol 
should up its efforts to stop the meat being taken across borders and suggested dogs could be trained to detect the product. Bush meat is easier than other contraband goods to smuggle because it is smoked and blackened, making it hard to identify. It can sell for as much as five times the price of prime cuts of beef or pork. The issue of illegal meat being imported into European countries is not a new one. During a 17-day period in 2010, 134 passengers from 29 flights were searched coming into the Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris. Almost half were found to be carrying fish or meat from livestock or wild animals, including crocodiles, primates, and porcupines. In 2011, chimpanzee meat was found in the West Midlands during trading standards raid. A spokesman for the government said, as well as working with enforcement and intelligent partners in the United Kingdom, an international border force continues to invest in training and equipment to ensure that we do all we can to intercept illegal foodstuff and crack down on smugglers. And moving forward to addition.cnn.com. The British government is facing a court challenge over its use of children spies. The United Kingdom government is facing a court challenge over its use of children as spies in criminal investigations, as lawyers for a children's charity accused it of causing minors severe physical and emotional harm. Just for Kids Law said the use of minors as covert human intelligence sources, CHIS, CHIS, without adequate safeguards, violates national and international human rights laws, including the United Nations Convention on the Rights of the Child. A hearing was held Tuesday in the charity case against the Home Office. Kaofion Gallagher, representing the charity, cited a case raised in the British Parliament in October in which police asked a 17-year-old girl to spy on a man, subjecting her to sexual exploitation. While deployed, she continued to be exploited by him, and the papers suggest she was even coerced into being an accessory to murder, Gallagher said, according to the British Press Association. United Kingdom legislation permits the use of children as spies by police and other authorities, but an assessment of the risks involved must be carried out. Authorities must determine that risks identified in it are justified and have been properly explained to and understood by the source. Gallagher feels children could be increasingly used as spies in what she described as the most grave and dangerous context. The PA reported, Children could be employed in investigations into terrorism, gang violence, child sexual exploitation, and drug offenses, the lawyer said in written submission. Given that young people are increasingly involved both as perpetrators and victims in serious crimes, there is increasing scope for juvenile CHIS to assist in both preventing and prosecuting such offenses. Ben Wallace, Minister of State for Security and Economic Crime, said in a letter last July to the House of Lords. In a statement to CNN, Wallace said, juvenile covert human intelligence sources 
are used very rarely and only ever when it's necessary and proportionate and when there is no other less intrusive way to get the information needed to convict criminals or terrorist suspects. Their use is governed by a strict legal framework, the Investigatory Powers Commissioner. Throughout any deployment and beyond, the welfare of the young person is the paramount consideration, he said. In response to a request from a member of parliament, Adrian Fulford, an investigatory powers commissioner, confirmed in a March 2019 letter that 17 children had been authorized for use as spies since January 2015. One was 15, while the others were 16 or 17. Overall, the low numbers show that this tactic is only utilized in extreme circumstances and when other potential sources of information have been exhausted, Fulford wrote. James Eady, representing Home Secretary Sajid Yavid, said at Tuesday's hearing that the use of minors as informants may be very important for reasons of national security, public safety, and prevention of disorder and crime, according to PA. The aim of the CHIS CHIS program is to ensure that use is properly controlled and accompanied by appropriate decision-making, Edie said. To that end, the welfare of the child is placed at the forefront of decision-making as to the deployment of CHIS, and the scheme provides adequate and appropriate safeguards. Judge Michael Supperstone will rule on the legal challenge at a later date, PA reported. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. Beware of politicians creating divisions. The system needs revision. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. Give the people what they want. Politicians of Caliban. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. The people want roots and culture. Best and Ivy trample the vulture. Give them Marcus Garvey philosophy. Select speeches of His Majesty. Teach them the African roots. Let them sip the natural fruits. The chickens come home to roost. No compromise, no excuse. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. We don't need no miseducation We not take no interrogation They said they won't carry me to station I said that is discrimination Them tactics of intimidation Why they won't kill my black nation I am chanting for liberation Now go stop till repatriation Give the people what they want Politicians stop gallivant Give the people what they need 
equal rights and justice, please. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. The children need shelter and food. Every family wants to live good. Some sipping champagne by the pool. Some can't find the fees for the school. Them must sit take with the fool. You know, say me and them couldn't cool. I said they too wicked and cruel. But them all got them a Babylon tool. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. Give the people what they want. Politicians stop gallivant. Give the people what they need. Equal rights and justice, please. Beware of politicians creating division. This system needs revision.
blessings and grace. And I'm back with technology, starting off on NBCNews.com. Give up your password or go to jail. Police push legal boundaries to get into cell phones. William Montanez is used to getting stopped by the police in Tampa, Florida for small-time traffic and marijuana violations. It's happened more than a dozen times. When they pulled him over last June, he didn't try to hide his pot, telling officers, yeah, I smoke it. There's a joint in the center console. You gonna arrest me for that? They did arrest him, not only for the marijuana, but also for two small bottles they believed contained THC oil, a felony, and for having a firearm while committing that felony. They found a handgun in the glove box. Then things got testy. As they confiscated his two iPhones, a text message popped up on the lock screen of one of them. OMG, did they find it? The officer demanded his passcodes, warning him they'd get warrants to search the cell phones. Montanez suspected that the police were trying to fish for evidence of illegal activity. He also didn't want them seeing more personal things, including intimate pictures of his girlfriend. So he refused and was locked up on drug and firearm charges. Five days later, after Montanez was bailed out of jail, a deputy from Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office tracked him down, handed him the warrants, and demanded the phone passcodes. Again, Montanez refused. Prosecutors went to a judge who ordered him locked up again for contempt of court. If they felt like they were violating me, they can't do that, Montanez, age 25, recalled recently, F y'all, I ain't done nothing wrong. They wanted to get in the phone for what? He paid a steep price, spending 44 days behind bars before the THC and gun charges were dropped. The contempt order got tossed, and he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor pot charge. And yet he regrets nothing, because he now sees his defiance as taking a stand against the abuse of his rights. The world should know what they're doing out here is crazy, Montanez said. The police never got into his phones. While few would choose jail, Montanez's decision reflects a growing resistance to law enforcement's power to peer into Americans' digital lives. The main portals into the activity are cell phones, which are protected from prying eyes by encryption, with passcodes the only way in. As police now routinely seek access to people's cell phones, privacy advocates see a dangerous erosion of American rights with courts scrambling to keep up. It's becoming harder to escape the reach of police using technology that didn't exist before, said Rihanna Perfecorn, the Associate Director of Surveillance and Cybersecurity at the Center for the Internet and Society at Stanford Law School. And now we are in the position of trying to walk that back and stem the tide. In August 2018, after Montanez has spent more than five weeks in jail for refusing to provide the passcode, an appellate court dismissed the contempt case on a technicality. The court invited prosecutors to try again, but by then the passcode's value had diminished. Instead, Prosecutors allowed Montanez to plead no contest to misdemeanor drug charges, and he was freed. When he was released, 
Montanez carried a notoriety that made him feel unwelcome in his own neighborhood. He noticed people looking at him differently. He was banned from his favorite bar. The police kept pulling him over, and now he fears them, he said. He finally left Tampa and lives in Pasco County, about an hour away. Yeah, I took a stand against them, he said, but I lost all that time. I got to deal with that. Going to jail for no reason. Moving forward on ArsTechnica.com. Facebook bans health and conspiracy site Natural News. Facebook on Sunday removed the prominent health and conspiracy site Natural News from its platform and banned its incendiary founder from posting content. In an email to ours, a spokesperson for Facebook confirmed the removal and said only that it was over violating our policies against spam. Under those policies, Facebook does not allow people to use misleading or inaccurate information to collect likes, followers, or shares. More specifically, it prohibits sites that encourage likes, shares, or clicks under false pretenses and those that artificially increase distribution for financial gain, among other things. Facebook's decision comes just a day after the Daily Beast published a report into the wild far-right conspiracy theories that have become staples on natural news. Natural News had nearly 3 million Facebook followers prior to the ban. The site's content had previously received permanent bans from Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Google News, and Apple, according to Natural News founder Mike Adams, who calls himself the Health Ranger. Wikipedia lists Natural News as a fake news blog. Adam responded to Facebook's ban with a vitrolic post Sunday on Natural News. He called Facebook's decision a response to a coordinated, heavily funded smear campaign, while also describing Facebook and other technology companies as techno-fascists that now represent the greatest threat to human freedom the world has ever seen. He posted an image lineup, pictures of tech leaders, including Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, Apple's Tim Cook, under the pictures of Adolf Hitler, Benito Mussolini, Joseph Stalin, Pol Pot, and Mao Zedong. Adams also posted a nearly hour-long video rant over Facebook's decision on Brighton.com. In the post which follows advertisements for such things as mushroom powder, turmeric root powder, and organic honey, Adams urges President Trump to unleash the military police to dismantle the tech giants. We need a new D-Day against the tech giants, he said. Facebook's removal of Adams' content follows efforts from prominent platforms to flush out sources of disinformation. In the latest wave of such tech detoxes, Facebook announced a crackdown on anti-vaccine misinformation from its platform amid pressure from politicians and several measles outbreaks. Moving forward onto talks.tech, payment giant Visa begins using blockchain for its services. Visa first introduced its blockchain-powered business-to-business payment service in October 2016, and now the service has officially gone live. Reuters reported on Tuesday that the payment giants has launched its Visa B2B Connect Network. 
It is a project that was developed together with blockchain startup Chain. Visa B2B Connect is meant to cater to the needs of businesses that seek to make payments across multiple jurisdictions. At launch, the service will cover about 30 markets, but it's expected to expand to 90 more jurisdictions by close of year 2019. Visa B2B primarily is designed to assist the company's corporate clients sidestep the slow correspondent banking network and practically opening up international payments using a system in part powered by distributed ledger technology, DLT, by creating a solution that facilitates direct bank-to-bank transactions We are eliminating friction associated with key industry pain points. Kevin Phelan, Senior Vice President, Global Head of Visa Business Solutions, said in a statement. Phelan, in speaking to Reuters, added that the network is not fully based on a distributed ledger, but states that the technology has been used to for some elements as it allows more payment information than traditional systems. Even though Chain, the blockchain startup which supports financial systems, has played a major role in the development of Visa B2B Connect, in the initial stages, Visa largely made use of Hyperledger's fabric services for the DLT side of things, with assistance from IBM. Visa took part in Chain's $30 million fund rounding in 2015. Moving forward to TheVerge.com, Facial recognition smart glasses could make public surveillance discreet and ubiquitous. From train stations and concert halls to sports stadiums and airports, facial recognition is slowly becoming the norm in public spaces. But new hardware formats like these, facial recognition-enabled smart glasses, could make the technology truly ubiquitous, able to be deployed by law enforcement and private security any time and any place. The glasses themselves are made by American company Vuses, while Dubai-based firm NNTC is providing the facial recognition algorithms and packaging the final product. The technology has been dubbed iFalcon Face Control Mobile. iFalcon Face Control Mobile by NNTC and goes on sale in May with pricing on a per-project basis. The AR glasses have an 8-megapixel camera embedded in the frame, which allows the wearer to scan faces in a crowd and compare with a database of 1 million images. Notifications about positive matches are sent to the glasses see-through display embedded in the lens. NNTC boasts that its facial recognition algorithms are on the top three for accuracy in the United States government's face recognition vendor test, able to detect up to 15 faces per frame per second. A capability of identifying an individual in less than a second. That being said, the performance of these algorithms always varies in the wild. NNTC says it's so far produced 50 pairs of facial recognition-enabled glasses, and that they are currently being deployed into several security operations in Abu Dhabi, the capital of the United Arab Emirates. The company says the glasses are only on sale to security and law enforcement. 
Although technology like this seems particularly futuristic or dystopian, it's not functionally too dissimilar from what is already deployed in the United States and other Western countries. Police in America can use imagery collected from body cameras and CCTV cameras to search for suspects using facial recognition software, while in the United Kingdom, facial recognition cameras are deployed at events like soccer matches using specially equipped vans. However, the iFalcon face control glasses do streamline this entire procedure. Users can carry or wear a portable base station which connects the glasses and stores a database of targets. This means they do not need an internet connection for software to function, giving them more mobility. While the notifications sent to the glasses built-in display frees up the wearer to interact with people or perform other duties. In other words, Technology like this means law enforcement agencies can adopt facial recognition algorithms and use them in public spaces with less hassle and fewer distractions. That means it's more likely to be used more widely. Moving forward onto CNET.com, Amazon's helping police build a surveillance network with ring doorbells. If you're walking in Bloomfield, New Jersey, there's a good chance you're being recorded, but it's not a corporate office or warehouse security camera capturing the footage. It's likely a ring doorbell made by Amazon. While residential neighborhoods aren't usually lined with security cameras, the smart doorbell's popularity has essentially created private surveillance networks powered by Amazon and promoted by police departments. Police departments across the country from major cities like Houston to towns with fewer than 30,000 people, have offered free or discounted ring doorbells to citizens, sometimes using taxpayer funds to pay for Amazon's products. While ring owners are supposed to have a choice on providing police footage and some giveaways, police require recipients to turn over footage when requested. Ring said Tuesday that it would start cracking down on those strings attached. Ring customers are in control of their videos when they decide to share them and whether or not they want to purchase a recording plan. Ring has donated services to neighbors' law enforcement partners for them to provide to members of their community. Ring said in a statement, Ring does not support programs that require recipients to subscribe to a recording plan or that footage from Ring devices be shared as a condition for receiving a donated device. We are actively working with partners to ensure this is reflected in their program. Depending on how the ring camera is set up, it can capture motion on the streets like cars passing by. Kellogg noted that Hammond uses automated license plate readers and can use footage from ring cameras to track down vehicles. Police can enter details on a car captured in ring footage, search in the license plate reader system, and figure out the car's owner and address, he added. That's something that's unheard of, Kellogg said. With Ring now picking up any motion in vehicles, maybe we won't catch someone ringing the doorbell. But if it drives by, Ring turns on and captures that vehicle. Residents may not be aware of that when they turn the footage over. The requests for Ring videos often come in the neighbor's app just asking for evidence 
related to reported incidents with no details on what the clips will be used for. If the public are going to share this footage with the police, they need to know what's going on and what it's going to be used for, Mass said. Moving forward on newfoodeconomy.org, Stop and Shop now has big, goofy-looking robots patrolling its aisles. What exactly is the goal? Since January, the northeastern supermarket chain Stop and Shop has introduced more than 200 robots in stores in Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and New Jersey. This month, the company will begin rolling Marty out to stores in New York. By the end of the year, there will be more than 300 robots in Stop and Shop stores and nearly 200 more in Giant stores, another supermarket chain owned by the Netherlands-based parent company Ahold Del Hayes. Marty is a vanguard of the robot revolution, normalizing automation in everyday spaces. Stop and Shop is not alone in this. Walmart is planning on introducing autonomous floor scrubbers to 1,860 stores by next February. But Marty's introduction to supermarket floors has raised a number of questions about automation and surveillance for employees and customers alike, especially because the robot rollout roughly coincided with the widespread stop-and-shop labor strike this spring to protest unfavorable changes to union contracts. Meanwhile, customers have taken to Twitter to complain that the robot is creepy and wonder if it's watching them. When asked about stop-and-shop's policy for dealing with photographs or videos of customers that Marty captures, Brogan said that they are stored for a very short period of time and then destroyed. It is unclear exactly how they are stored, for exactly how long, or who has access to them. This leaves customers and employees in the dark, unsure if they're being watched or not. In light of reports of other stores testing cameras that try to guess customers' age and gender, shoppers have a reason to worry. I don't think it was following people around or anything, but I don't know what it's doing. It's just there, Thompson said. I would like to have more information. Of course, all of this is only relevant if the machine is up and running, one worker said, that Marty delivered to their store didn't work and had been sent back for repairs and had been only back on the floor for a day. Another said the robot is currently broken and stored on the charging dock, a $35,000 decoration. When one considers what Marty actually does against the creepy factor for shoppers and how much the employees seem to dislike it, the question remains is whether robots are really worth it. Moving forward onto futurism.com, state attempts to nix public schools' facial recognition plans. New York's Lockport City School District was all set to become the first public school district in the United States to test facial recognition on its students and staff. But just two days after the school district superintendent announced the project's June 3rd start date, the New York State Education Department attempted to put a stop to the trial, citing concerns for students' privacy. Still, it's not clear whether the department has the authority to actually put the project on hold. The latest sign that the United States is in desperate need of clear-cut facial recognition legislation. On Tuesday, the Lockport Union Sun and Journal 
published a story detailing Lockport CSD's facial recognition plans. In September 2018, it spent $1.4 million on a new surveillance system powered by SN Technologies' Aegis software suite. The software is designed to scan faces, checks them against a database, and alerts school officials if it detects a flagged person, which, according to the newspaper, could be anything from a suspended student to a known sex offender. In addition to scanning faces, the software is also designed to detect 10 types of guns. In the Lockport's journal story, Superintendent Michelle Bradley said the district told state education officials in early May of its plan to start testing the facial recognition system and never heard back, which make it seem like the district didn't think it needed the NYSED's blessing to move forward with the project. The wording of the NYSED's latest statement, continued recommendation, supports this, suggesting that the department might not actually have the ability to stop the district from using facial recognition on students if it wants to. Bradley could probably clear this up, but she has yet to publicly respond to the NYSED statement. However, based on what she told the Lockport Journal on Tuesday, I would say for the Lockport City School District, while it's controversial, it's not prohibited. The project might still launch on Monday. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace.
You better eat your greens before the green consumes you. Focused on the dollar and the dream until the body lets down on you. You say the cat is hard to chew, so you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley. Cucumber, kale, and don't forget the collard greens, basil, oregano. You know I love my avocado. I'm in love with the cocoa, coconut. Daylight come, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana, boil it in a stew. So you know I gotta add some callaloo. Blessings and grace, and I'm back with Herbnology. I'm going to be talking about dates. According to the USDA, dates are a good source of energy, fiber, sugar, and various vitamins and minerals. Essential minerals such as calcium, iron, phosphorus, sodium, potassium, magnesium, sulfur, and zinc can be found in them. Apart from the above-mentioned nutrients, they also contain important vitamins such as thymine, riboflavin, niacin, vitamin B6, folate, vitamin A, and vitamin K. Dates are a good source of energy. They are high in natural sugars like glucose, fructose, and sucrose. The high energy present in them can be attributed to its high sugar content. International Journal of Food Sciences and Nutrition suggests that dates rich in essential nutrients may help you regain your energy immediately. People who follow Islam and observe fastings break their fast by eating them along with water. This also helps avoid overeating of food once the fast is over. When the body begins to absorb the high nutritional content, feelings of hunger are pacified. It boosts brain health. Studies suggest that dates protect against oxidative stress and inflammation in the brain. According to research, date palm fruits are a good source of dietary fiber and are rich in total phenolics and natural antioxidants. The presence of these polyphenolic compounds could potentially help slow the progression of Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Dates rich in fiber help relieve constipation and also gives relief from intestinal disorders. It gives relief from anemia. It helps to prevent heart diseases. It treats sexual dysfunction. A study conducted in India states that date palm pollen has been used to treat male infertility in traditional medicine. It also has aphrodisiac-like properties. It prevents night blindness, 
helps to treat chronic diarrhea. It has cancer-fighting properties. It helps with your bone health. It aids in relieving symptoms of seasonal allergic rhinitis, a condition which affects approximately 30 million people in the United States alone. The study published in Inflammatory Research actually found that date palm immunotherapy was effective in decreasing several markers of inflammation in patients with allergic rhinitis. Reasons to eat dates for hangovers help in sobering up real quick. In vision, when ingested orally, it reduces night blindness, digestion, healthy bowel movements, and it helps to control diarrhea, cancer, it prevents abdominal cancer, and it cures intestinal disorders, energy, it boosts your energy for anemic patients and increases sexual stamina, nervous system, boosts the nervous system health, bone health, minerals present strengthen the bones, allergies, presence of organic sulfur reduces allergic reactions, weight loss, intake with cucumber paste aids in weight management, and for your heart, reduce the risk of stroke and other health-related diseases. How to eat it? They can be quickly and easily digested. Mix the paste of dates with milk and yogurt. You can use the dates paste as a bread spread as part of a delicious and healthy breakfast. Add date crumbles to your cereal and porridge. Use date sugar when it's basically the dried variety ground into tiny pieces. Natural date paste is beneficial for both adults and children, especially during a time of recovery from an illness. Look to the nature of the Most High for all of your healing needs first. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Solve it. You've been fogging your perception with negative emotions Cause that's the habit of the culture that you live in today The question is, has the stress you can fix the challenge you face? It hasn't, it just weakened you, made your energy stagnant Bitterness from grudge holding got you stuck in the past How long can you stay in the present moment and enjoy it? Those negative feelings, would you curl up and die if you ignored it? You wouldn't so I beg you, let it go You gotta keep it cool The peace will heal your soul Yes, the illness and diseases stem from your lack of stillness Stress and imbalances the endocrine glands and nervous system You can research it But while you're doing this Pop some B-complex Reverse the detriment And add your eyes open while you self-reflecting Gradually awakening Here's a small suggestion Equanimity, now you qualify for the 
intuition from your inner eye Now here's your guidance Adversity is so necessary for growth Cause we're not here to just live and die We're here to rise to one It's the I and I The U and I T Y of all things The goal of life The one being manifested as many Through man, you and me The vessel of G-O-D so yes, we are gods And quality, but not quantity The mini-me's of the big OG And this you'll soon see when you remain at peace And this you do need if you wanna succeed True success is inner happiness Not triggered by external stimulus Don't get lost in illusion, beauty is divinity Spread the word to your homies and sing along with me like So pure, so pure, so bright, so bright Look ahead, you can see your destiny I gotta give thanks to the most high All day and night I gotta give thanks to the most high All day and night From peace to joy to joy and peace only that's how you increase the release of hormones for longevity Enhancing your mental abilities and vitality How it's supposed to be Anything else is harmful and damaging Just examine how you feel It ain't natural to be ill You just gotta use your will, ignore impulse and be still The essential recipe, the solution Keep free yourself from suffering This is not theory more like divine anatomy If you're woke, you have comprehension, capacity Magically, moving from tragedy to tranquility Rapidly, gaining energy to achieve goals and dreams easily this is a public service announcement You're officially conscious You've been injected with knowledge And now you're not gonna stop it But no worries, the truth is popping No question of debating Now I end my statements So pure, so pure, so bright, so bright. Look ahead, you can see your destiny. I gotta give thanks to the Most High all day and night. I gotta give thanks to the Most High all day and night.
consciousness. Well, well, my music go anywhere. anywhere. The sky's the limit. You know, we, we just don't make music for roots people and for black
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape. Your metaphysical mind. 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 Blessings and grace. And welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. We're going to start off with the word astronomy. The science which treats of the celestial bodies, their magnitudes, motions, and constitution. Metaphysically, the material universe is only the outpicturing of the spiritual universe. The pulsations of the spiritual forces impinge on and sway men, nations, and planets. According to laws, who sweep in space and time, is so stupendous as to be beyond the ken, the range of knowledge, or comprehension of astronomy. But the fact should not be overlooked that higher astronomy had its votaries in the past. The Magi and the illumined sages of Chaldea and Egypt had astronomical knowledge of universal scope. There is evidence that proves that the sages of the distant past knew a higher astronomy than we do of this age, and that they predicted the future of this planet through cycles and aeons, its nights of mental darkness, and the dawn of its spiritual day. With the same accuracy that our astronomers do its present-day planetary revolutions, Yeshua evidently understood this higher astronomy and knew that his work as a teacher and demonstrator of spiritual law was related to it, yet not controlled by it. He cooperated with the law and the prophets as far as they went, but he knew the higher law of the Christ man and affirmed his supremacy in words. All authority hath been given unto me in heaven and on earth. Matthew 28:18. And universe, the total of all that is, it was first expressed as an idea in divine mind and later made manifest. That is, it became visible to the five senses by means of the creative power, the word and tree. Trees represent nerves, and nerves are expressions of thoughts of unity. Metaphysically, they connect thought centers. The trees growing on both sides of the river represents the nerves radiating from the vital flow on each side of the spinal column and connecting and unifying the whole organism. From the center of our being, there spreads into every department of mind and body, the life-giving, ever-bearing tree of the spirit of the Most High. Its fruits are intelligence to the mind, substance to the body, and life to the entire being. An oak tree in itself stands for something very strong and protective, but in Hebrew, it has a deeper significance than this. The word comes from the root from which is derived 
the word Elohim. So we are reminded of the truth that those who trust the Most High as their defense, as their refuge, their fortress, and dwell in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and shall not only be kept from all evil and its results, but shall continue to grow and unfold in understanding, in spirituality, and in every good. The tree of life, Genesis 2.9, the eternal, omnipresent life of the Most High that is within man. The tree of life in the midst of the garden is the innate, indwelling idea of immortal life. And the fruit of that tree is the consciousness of internal life in the body. The tree of life, figuratively, in the midst of the garden, manifests the body as a reserve force. The brain is the center. The soloplex is the subcenter. And they are innumerable minor centers throughout the organism, the spinal cord and nervous system. A conservation of the life and substance of the organism is necessary to its spiritualization and redemption. Tree of knowledge of good and evil in Genesis 2.9 indicates a dual state of consciousness, a belief in both good and error, which eventually drives man out of the garden, his body temple. The olive tree growing both under and above water, represents the restoration of unity between the material and spiritual, or the most high and man. The tree in Genesis 2.9 signifies the connecting link between earth and heaven, between body and mind, the formless and the formed, Every tree that is pleasant to the sight pertains to the perceptive faculty of mind. It is always pleasant to perceive truth. The substance of spiritual thought is the food that is good. The tree of life, also in the midst of the garden, represents the absolute life principle established in man consciousness by divine mind. The roots of the tree of life are centered in the solar plexus region, and they are symbolized in the physical organism by the nerves. The generative center in the loins of man is the point at which the physical man contacts life. But when the consciousness has been redeemed and man has placed himself in the garden through I am, the most high, he contacts the tree of life at the solarplex region or heart center and from this center exercises authority and dominion over the whole current of life in the organism. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil represents the discerning capacity of mind. Man first perceives truth, then he must discern the relation of ideas before perfect activity is set up within him. The Most High told Adam to avoid the tree whose fruit was a knowledge of good and evil. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. 
it is evident that this tree is closely related to individual free will, which is in direct touch with the serpent or selfhood. In that state of consciousness or day, the individual shall surely die. The branch that separates itself from the tree withers away and dies. So a belief by the ego that its life, substance, and intelligence are self-derived cuts off the source of supply. And the ego begins to revolve in a mental vortex whose dominant tones are good and evil, birth and death, duality. It is through the affections, the feminine in us, that we partake of both good and evil. The soul, a woman, was given to man by the Most High and is the avenue through which the inspirations of spirit come. When the I am assumes mastery over the soul, it brings forth only good. If man could lay hold of the tree of life while thinking both good and evil to be real, he would go on living in the negative part of his being and would bring destruction upon himself. Man lost consciousness of his divine nature and spirit and so must begin again to lay hold of potential ideas and substance and must till the ground from which he was taken. The spiritual life is protected from the course of consciousness by the flame of a sword which turned every way or the word of the Most High and the cherubim, sacred wisdom. Man can regain entrance into Eden only by being born anew of spirit. The tree of life bearing 12 manner of fruits, yielding its fruit every month, Revelations 22.2, is explained as follows. The tree of life is the inherent life of the organism it's symbolized in the physical by the nerves and the spinal column. The spinal column represents the tree. The nerves which carry the living waters are the branches and the leaves of the tree. Every month, a transmutation of the living waters takes place under divine order. Thus are the 12 manner of fruits produced by the tree of life in the midst of the garden, the spiritualized body. Man is kept from partaking of this precious healing, life-giving fruit only by thoughts of sensuality. When this phase of sense consciousness is taken up in truth and eliminated, and the idea of purity is built in, man's body begins to express its original holiness and perfection. We eat of the fruit of the tree of life when we appropriate ideas of divine life, ceasing to dwell on life as something that comes and goes or something that is governed by both birth and death. And Zethem. Zethem is Hebrew for luminous essence, giving light, shining, brightness, oil, oil tree, olive tree, olive branch, and olive the son of Ladan, of the Gershonite Levites. First Chronicles 23.8, 
First Chronicles 26.22 states that he is the son of Jehili, in descent from Ladan or Libni. Metaphysically, Zatham, a thought belonging to the love faculty in the individual that radiates the spirit of peace and prosperity. Oren is Hebrew for strength, power, enlightened, pine tree, fir tree, ash tree, son of Jeremiel of the tribe of Judah, 1 Chronicles 2.25. Metaphysically, Oren is a thought of abiding life and strength established in the nervous system of the individual. Trees signify a connecting link between the heaven and the earth, the formless and the formed, even as the nervous system in man is the connecting link between his unformed thoughts and his formed organism, the heavens, the mind, the earth, the body. Nerves also connect thought centers. They are expressions of thoughts of unity. And to eat, to eat and drink, to appropriate, to become conscious of the food that abideth unto eternal life, and to use it. Eat of the tree of life. The eternal life of the Most High is within every man. When we consciously realize the presence of this life in every part of our organism, we are eating of the tree of life. And flaming sword, flame of sword, in Genesis 3.24, metaphysically, the I am is the gate through which the thinker comes forth from the invisible to the visible. And it is through this gate that he must go to get into the presence of spirit. I am the way and the truth and the life. Hence we take words and go to the Most High. We came out from His presence through the I Am gate, and we must return the same way. On the inner side, the inner side of the gate is the Garden of Eden, but the cherubim and the flame of a sword are there to keep the way of the Tree of Life. The flame of a sword is the inner motive that rules our thoughts and acts. It turns every way to guard the tree of life. For the tree of life is precious. It's the precious substance of the Father, of the Most High. And sword represents any weapon that man may turn against his fellow man. The tongue is called a sharp sword. Unloving words pierce like a sword. We reap whatever we sow. As we do to others, so it is done to us. If we sow thoughts and words of destruction, we will reap them. Or as my dear mother taught me, your words create your world. The Kemetic Tree of Life. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. Speak, won't you speak? Speak, won't you speak? Speak. 
Blessings and grace, I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music, Anthony Nicholson, Jazz, Samba, Electronica, World Mix, Lorraine Chai, Speak Life, Tech Lun, Echoes, Joy Postel, Free Black, Tu Ra, Featuring Sasha Sogold, Clarity, F. Soul, Greens, Jamie O'Dell, The Lightness, Valentina B. and Habesha, What Dim Done, Dusty, Mood Matters, Sudan Archives, Paid, Tough Like Iron, Equal Rights and Justice, Are We the Seed, Much Music, more peace. Nia Waki Ali, featuring Wise Intelligent, Tree of Life, Ja Nine, Ra Unnefer, Amen. The Mother Funkers, Oh, I Miss You, at Jazz Love Soul Remix. The Clark Sisters, Blessed and Highly Favored, Christafari, featuring Avion Blackman, Revelation Song. The Whitefield Brothers featuring Bachka, Earthology, Oshun, Welcome, Queen Africa, Lioness on the Rise. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground, build, give. Blessings, grace, love, and strength to all. (laughs) 